Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year to you, dear. Happy New Year to our listeners, too. <laughs> hey, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple. We have this podcast we're doing together in quarantine in Los Angeles. It's called Stay of Homekins, and there you go. You're all caught up. You're all caught up. We have a cuckoo clock. Sometimes you'll hear it. <laughs> I'm, I got a glass of weekend water. As do I. It's the New Year. It's New Year's Day. It's yes. New Year's Day. All is quiet. And it's Friday. 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 Oh, no. Remember? Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? Hey, man. It's a great... <laughs> it's a great song. It slaps. Uh, Rebecca Black, uh, where you been? I did. I, I may. I think I'm making this up, but I think I read like she went like on to get like a degree in quantum physics or something. I, <laughs> I, am I wrong? I don't know. Or I did. Hope, I, ju- I hey. never heard that personally. I hope it's true. Like, like, like she didn't like stick it out in the. Well, wasn't that that song was just kind of like a wasn't it like a uh, it was like a vanity project? Yeah, or one something. of those make your own record sort that of. That her things. parents paid for. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how did it go viral though? Because it's honestly because it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> because it's such a dumb song. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. But like, how did it, people get eyes on it? Is my point. Like, you still had to know it about I it. I think that she must have had a backstabber in her midst, just like Melania Trump or Flotus. <laughs> Do you think Melania will be okay? God, I hope so. <laughs> Listen, if you're a friend, if you have a friend, make sure you're recording all your phone conversations <laughs> because they might come in handy you at some what? point. You know what? Honestly, I applaud. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> Stephanie Winston? Or I the, read, read the, <laughs> I applaud. You know what? She... Somebody fucked someone over first, and it wasn't That's the right. Stephanie girl. And Stephanie was I like, read the book. I will continue to work with this person, but I will record all of the well, conversations Well, she was owed like a million dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope. And approached by like the DOJ. I don't know. Like she had to like, she had to like cover her ass. I hope and Look. pray that in this new year, we're not constantly hearing about the Trumps. Oh, by the way... I feel like they're going to try to make it happen, though. The media. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, come yeah, yeah, on, yeah. really? I don't think they're going to move on. I don't think so. I think they're going to try to... I think they will have to wait until people just do not watch it anymore. You before just they ruined stop. My, my... No, I'm sorry. My whole thing. What was your whole thing? What do you mean? To not talk about... To not... I don't say his name. I don't even write... His name online. I, I, I don't. I have blocked all of the family. I, I don't like. I he stopped. Wait, doing, how did I ruin it? Because <laughs> you said like it's never ending. Like essentially, what you're saying is like January twentieth is it, not over. It will end. I don't think it's going to be over on January twentieth, but it will end. But I think. Oh, that- it's over on January. It's over. He's, What's oh, what are we talking about now? I'm talking about like okay, so so right now they have to cover him. Yes, they have to. Yes, because of like it's the office of the presidency. Yeah, right. But yes, yeah. So like like I like fine. It can be in people or us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine with that. But I don't want to hear like <laughs> you know like and also like January 21st. 
the onslaught of legal hell mm-hmm. that is about to rain down on that family. I mean, I hope so. Is going to be thorny and deep. I hope so. I hope it's both. And I don't and even deep. look. Look, he they he might not end up in jail. It does like it, it's not. It's just not going to be simple. Because even before, and I was telling you this the other day. Even before he was, um, you know, elected by a minority through the elect uh, cork in the electoral college <laughs> in twenty sixteen. Um, he was involved in like, there was like the Trump university and like the stakes and the whatever. And like, you know, he's been accused of rape by a woman that has like DNA and, you know, like evidence. And so so, like, it's not over for him in terms, like once he's a private citizen, well, hopefully it'll be different. I, I hope so, but I, I'm I, my only. The only thing I was saying was that they're not going to stop talk. The media will not stop talking about him after he's out of office. But it will be different. Don't you think it'll be like different media outlets? Like it won't be like. No, I don't. Oh yeah. I think it'll be the same cable news. You know Ew, all that. God. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Bad move. <laughs> I agree. Let's change the subject, and I'm sorry that I got us there. <laughs> it's a new year. We're starting a new season. We're in a new season. It's our season two, and I'm calling this the, the 2021 season. That's right. Hopefully the final season. The only... <laughs> of planet Earth. No, that's too far. We changed it to season two. It was sort of like... We're just marking it by the calendar. It's not like there was a certain number of episodes or we took a break or anything like that. It's more like the calendar turned a page. And so Stay of Homekins, the podcast, turned a page. (laughs) We're turning a symbolic page. That's right. With our calendar. That's right. So here we are, episode one of season two. Hopefully we have some new listeners. If you're new to us, um, lower your expectations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the show. <laughs> Got my weekend one. If you're wondering when we get into our various departments and stuff, we we don't. We keep it loose. As a goose. We keep it free form. We keep it loose as... as um, a goose, perhaps? Tom Cruise's first <laughs> officer. Man. That's right. Flash. Who was he? Zing. Goose. What are no, you but talking was- about? Didn't Tom Cruise have a name? Maverick. Mav. Flash or Zing? <laughs> Zing. Zing, he's on your six. You know they're making a sequel to that movie. Like, I might even be done. Oh, I remember hearing Don't about they, that. Aren't yeah. they do, like, I think they're, are yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Wow, and people got really mad that Tom Cruise, did we talk about that on the podcast? I can't remember. Because no, I don't think we did. We did, um, we did an episode a week ago on Christmas day um that feels like 10 years ago yeah it literally feels like 10 years ago i'm very tired paul's very tired he's having he's having like sort of like having to work himself up to (laughs) i'm giving it all i got i'm giving it all i got it's not even so much that i'm sleepy just that i'm 
I don't know. Like, I'm tired in my soul. I don't know. Maybe it's a year in review kind of thing. Oh, God. Don't do, don't review the... Don't. Also, it was sad <laughs> because I started taking down the Christmas decorations today. Oh, Paul's having existential Christmas more, uh, grief. It's true. It, you know. I'm having Christmas grief. See, I feel a little more like to everything, turn, turn, turn about it because... Mm-hmm. If it were like a permanent fixture in our lives, what? Yeah, I don't want it to be. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it would be less. uh, Yeah, I agree it would be less special. Unique, yeah. If if it was up in, you know, June. (laughs) But that's not, it's that, it's. Of course, to everything, there is a season, turn, turn, turn. Uh, time to gather stones, time to cast stones away. Uh-huh. But um, I think it's still, you can still mourn that turning. Yes. And that's what, what today was. So I took down, I took down most of it. Yeah, you worked your ass off. It was, I was, like, it was all day. It always takes longer to put the stuff back, put it away than it does to take it out. And... I still have to do the tree and the front of the house. Yeah, that tree died a week ago. I don't think a week ago. Because, like, remember, I was like, oh, it needs water. And then you filled it up, and the water hasn't moved. That was just a few days ago, though. That was sad. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's drinking so much water. And, like, we put more in, and it was like, now it's just full. It's just full. But it made it to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it lasted as long as we needed it to last. It was a good tree. It was a good tree. Fraser oh, fir, y'all. Fraser fir. This was a thing that happened that really bummed me out. I was like, we had a big thunderstorm a few nights ago, and it was great. A lot of rain, a lot of thunder and lightning, which we, we don't often get here. here. We needed it. And But then the next day, Christmas lights didn't work. Yeah, they got waterlogged or something. Yeah. Blew, maybe blew out a fuse or something. I don't know what happened. So, you know, it's just dark. <laughs> the front of the house is just dark. Candy <laughs> like, Cane Lane is not lit up. Candy Cane Lane. But, that like, it lasted through Christmas. It's supposed to last until you unplug it. True. <laughs> it but, I mean, of all Christmas, the times that it was going to happen, at yes. least it at happened. At least it made it through Christmas yes. Day. Yes, um, yes, But it is a bummer that it, it couldn't make it till the end. Well, and that for the past three nights, we've just had blackness darkness out there. Just like a black hole of, of you know. Of bullshit. You can say it. It's a black <laughs> hole of bullshit. <laughs> Oh, so today yeah. I've been like waiting to tell you because it was like this like joyful thing. You the listener. Both. <laughs> well, I had to wait to tell the listener because it happened today. Sure. So it was a really pretty day in Los Angeles. Um, so I was like, I'm going to take a walk because my like every year, my New Year's resolution, I'm like, I'm going to be more active because let's be honest. I'm a lump. I'm a sloth. I'm not. No. I am not. I mean, yes, I have like crazy bursts of energy, but like athleticism is not my <laughs> go-to. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't wait to run five. You know, like I have those friends that are like, oh, yeah. that are like, I ran five miles today and I'm just like, wow, go suck it. 
Or they're like, you know, I did like push-ups or I lifted weights or, you know, like I, I did things or I did that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm lucky if, um, you know, like I get up to get my own glass of water. <laughs> I'm lucky if that happens. Because I'll time it. Like I might time it and be like, oh my God, you're up. Like, can you totally bring me a glass of water? Because I... Anyway, so I was like, I took a walk. So I'm like walking down the <laughs> down the street in our neighborhood, and um, I decide to go up this street over here. Mm-hmm. And because I don't, sometimes I turn and go over that bridge or so everything. There's a season. <laughs> so, but I was like, there are people. I was, I wanted to stay distant, whatever. So this man was coming out of his front door. Of his house. Mm-hmm. And he was like 75, you know, maybe like I'm like I'm guessing like between like 75 and like 80, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. And he has on a hat and he is like unfurling his American flag, I guess, to I don't know if he's replacing like his New Year's flag or, you know, whatever, or like whatever. So he's like unfurling his American flag to put it up. And I'm walking by on the sidewalk and he waves, he's like smiling and waving and he's like, happy new year. And I was like, Hey, I was like, happy new year. And then he goes, we made it. (laughs) I was like, we did. We fucking did. We made it. That's lovely. And then I was like, I almost like started like crying, mm-hmm. like like tears like came to my eyes because mm-hmm. it was such a like spontaneous, like joyful moment. Yeah. And I had never really seen that little fella. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think I've seen like an older man on that street. Like this was up near the main business street. Mm-hmm. So it was like more up there. Right. And I will... Because uh, sometimes I turn off, you know. But I was like, oh, I love him. <laughs> and if it were, like, not COVID, I would have, like, you know, maybe stopped to be a little more sociable, mm-hmm. you know. But it wasn't, it's not really a good yes. thing to do. And But that's very sweet. So I wanted to let you know that. I'm glad that you had that experience. It's <laughs> a lovely human well, connection. Well, maybe like you, ha- like if you take a walk in the neighborhood, like you will have like an experience. What if I have the opposite? Like someone's like, fucking this fucking sucks. 2021 Where a ba- sucks. a baby comes out and says, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so another thing that's going on is like Los Angeles is in COVID hell. Yeah. It's in COVID hell. Mm -hmm. The new virulent, more infectious strain from B114 or whatever the fuck you call it from England or at least it was discovered first in England, mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. It has been discovered here. Not surprising, considering uh, there are no ICU beds. They're running out of oxygen. We're going like a state of emergency for oxygen. 
Governor Newsom had to order new body bags. Not enough refrigeration. More deaths. Every day is like a death like record. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's breaking, you know, and it's 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 uh ambulances, some of them having to wait eight hours to offload patients. Where sometimes they're denying taking patients, like depending on the issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Setting up patients in gift shops of hospitals and our frontline health workers are burnt out. Like they're understaffed, overworked. They are the ones dealing with this issue. Mm -hmm. Now, now that I've set that up. Here's where it gets funny. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've set that up. Uh, film production is still happening. Okay. So on Christmas Day, this is like a strange thing. And um, and I'm going to change every every detail about it because I also signed an NDA. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I will keep your secret though. I will. (laughs) Guess what? I I have to... uh, it's easy to keep it because I don't even know really what I was auditioning for. <laughs> so the joke's really on me. <laughs> I couldn't get, I was overhearing the audition. I was in the other room and I couldn't get a sense of what it was. You were like losing your mind. You were like, what is going on? I'm like, <laughs> like a two second, literally like a two second commercial thing. <laughs> Do you, so I was like, okay, so on Christmas day, I get this like, oh, you have a commercial audition on Monday. And I'm like, Jesus. First of all, it's Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, why? <laughs> they are begging, begging citizens mm-hmm. in Los Angeles to stay home if they can mm-hmm. and like to put a pin in things that can be done later. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm just kind of like, okay. And I'm just like, I'm an like on autopilot, I think, at this point. So I sign my NDA. I do my first audition on whenever. Well, of course, then I get a callback. And now I'm like faced with, not of course I get a callback. Like that was, <laughs> I mean. I think everyone knew how you meant it. I mean, <laughs> as expected, I, think people I was a selection by <laughs> the producer. Of course they want me for it. <laughs> I mean, so of course I get a callback. And what I mean is now I'm faced with like the reality of like, oh, am I going to do this? Am I really going to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do this? Like if I do book the thing, like am I going to now contribute to possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't like the idea of it, but I also, um, there's a weird disconnect happening in my, in my mind about it because mm-hmm. it's like, well, they must think it's safe. Why would they risk? I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, I'm literally like, <laughs> like I want to add to my pension. I want to keep my, you know, whatever. Like I want to, well, that's, here's the thing <laughs> like, wanna... is that we work in this weird, unsecure industry where unless, you know, there's very few people in show business that are like set, 
You know what right. I mean? If you get on a on a, a, series. a hugely popular series, network series or something that runs for a long time, like you're in great shape, you know. Right. But if you don't, and you're just going gig to gig, you're freelance. You're freelance. You're freelance. And it's like what I wish they would do is. Take it out of our hands so we don't have to make the decision. I mean, personally, if I were this company, and I'm not, I don't even know what company it is, even though I signed the NDA, like, I didn't read it, okay? It's Blackwater. <laughs> if I there, I'll say it. It's a commercial for Blackwater. I would not do this. Like, <laughs> I would just be like, it's not worth it. Or I might shoot it. I don't know where things are going in the rest of the country. Like, maybe... You know, in Atlanta or something. You know, mm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on o- over on the other side. I just know yeah. that Los Angeles, they are like desperately pleading for people to not go out. I like, know, they're begging. But, they're begging. It. Yes, but in the meantime, what what the city is doing is strongly advising film production to think about yeah i think it's pausing and it's like well you have the power to stop it to say don't do this right now yeah 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 yeah. i'm sure the doctors on the front line the nurses they would be like this might be a good thing to do this absolutely and also i don't think that it's not like i don't think all of our our covid woes are because of production no it's not the point it's not it's not helping i feel like that's not even the point like so what so okay so say that it is has been safe because there have been and this is what the um devil's advocate side says because i follow a lot of like entertainment industry twitter yeah they're like uh we've been doing it safely for months Mm -hmm. so you know whatever now i happen to know because i'm like more journeyman middle class person in this industry that it is it varies from production to production yes exactly how safe it is it's Who's not following? uniform it's not no. uniform and let's just say it doesn't contribute in general mm-hmm. what if the one time there's a super spreader event mm-hmm. on a set it's this thing yeah whether they and they tried everything that they could, but we're dealing with this new, more infectious strain now from mm-hmm. England that's definitely here. Yeah. What if it is? Now, you may not have intended to contribute to the overflooding and the and the spread and the problems and everything, but now you have. Mm-hmm. Because even if there's a super spreader event on the set and everyone's like, well, there's no one with any underlying conditions, and, and it's like. You don't know who they live with. You don't know who they see. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. They might be eating bats every day. <laughs> I'm saying they might have an elderly. Yes, I understand. Okay. I'm just saying like. I'm just trying to inject a joke in here oh, every you once can. in a while. You should because <laughs> this one needs it. This one needs it. Okay. So. My so now anyway so here I am like okay I'll do my callback and now I'm like in autopilot mode where I'm overriding all of these these uh, second uh, second thoughts I'm having mm-hmm. right but I'm like well what else am I doing like I'm home I don't know like I, like I literally it's like the weirdest things are going through my mind I'm like I have nothing on my plate today mm-hmm. I mi- if I do this 
online streaming callback, I will at least have interaction with <laughs> like five strangers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where, like I'm literally like in this weird twilight zone of like life where I don't know what I'm doing, you know, and, 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 and listener, don't worry. Gentle listener. I did not book this job, so I don't have to think about it. <laughs> but I have to tell you the craziest experience I had. <gasps> what? Did you just hear a woman's voice go, mm-hmm? No, you sure it wasn't me? You don't have a woman's voice. <laughs> I did not hear that, no. Alexa, did you talk? Yeah, that's not what I asked. I didn't hear anything. I heard a woman's voice go, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. I swear to God. I I believe you. But you heard it from over there. You looked over there. Yeah. Okay. So do you think it was Alexa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's, I tell you what, keep an eye on her and we'll, we'll just keep going. Uh, gosh. <laughs> Got to get to my audition story. It's the only thing that's happened to me in weeks. <laughs> the only interesting thing that's happened to me in I'll in tell you weeks. something that happened to me very recently <laughs> that was interesting. Is you just freaked the fuck out of me. Just now? Yes. Wait, now? Yes! <laughs> what do you mean? When, you're, when your face went white, you looked over my shoulder? <laughs> Hey, you gasped. I heard a person. I know. I look. I get that now. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, that's so. terrifying. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's something that happens in. <laughs> This is the thing I wanted to talk about. Something that happens. Something that happens in commercial in commercials. Something that happens a lot is, and I don't understand why it happens, and I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, I know you don't sound like. (laughs) <laughs> that was not what it sounded like. <laughs> Something that happens, I don't understand why it happens, but it's so consistent, like almost like the moon, the cycles of the moon. <laughs> Where they like act like you know things. Right. They right, act right. like you know, and they, and they'll be like, so, you know, the director's Samuel Johnson, and you know how he is. 
<laughs> and it'll be like, um, I don't like Samuel Johnson. Like I've never met him. I don't know what he looks mm-hmm. like. If I bumped into him in a crowd, <laughs> he's cuckoo. That's, I know that's cuckoo. Cause what I can if, hear what it. What if cuckoo came out and was going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I would fucking lose my mind. <laughs> I would lose Cuckoo, my... Cuckoo, did you hear that woman's voice? Yes, Cuckoo heard it. <laughs> so, like, they come out and they're like, well, here's what they want you to do. They want you to have this reaction and that reaction, and, you know, because it's Samuel Johnson, it's got to be really subtle. Because, <laughs> you know, like... You it's, know how he is. Because it's, it's Samuel Johnson. And it's like... Um, <laughs> And, the, and my whole thing with everything is to make things easier. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, I have to just get through everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, how I am in life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> totally. Yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Samuel. Like, like, I totally know what you mean. Mm-hmm. You know? Also because, like, just, like, because I've been on maybe thousands of these. Like they always over explain everything. Yes. To the I point, can attest to that. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, like, I never listen to the like I know, <laughs> like my tactic and technique personally is like and when I say don't listen to the explanation, like I listen to it. That's not what I mean. What I mean is I totally disregard it. <laughs> <laughs> like like they'll explain it, like you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. And then I'm like yeah, uh, okay. Like I'm I'm just going to like do about 10% of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Just as like my thing. Right. And so I get to the callback and they're like, "Okay, you know Samuel Johnson and so you know how he is and like he wants it this way. And you also know I know you know <laughs> that um he's driving in his car um with their cat. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, why wouldn't he be? (laughs) When I say he's driving, he's not driving. Someone is driving. He's riding. He's in the passenger seat. He's in the passenger seat. But in a moving vehicle as this session is going on. And so, and the reason they're explaining that is like, if the sound cuts out and you don't hear the direction, speak up and ask again and I'll find out, you know, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they're trying to be so nice and everything. and, And I'm like... Okay, so th- so now I'm like, okay, does Samuel Johnson, like, is he coming to Los Angeles? Like, is he coming to COVID Central for this? Like, is he, it, you know, like, I don't know what's going on. Why is the cat, like, I don't, like, does he live? I don't know where he lives. I don't know why he'd be conducting these callback sessions from the passenger side. I don't know anything. And I'm acting like I do, yeah. <laughs> because like at this point, I'm what just, else can you do? Also, I'm like standing there for 45 fucking minutes waiting for this blue jeans to start. And so I'm just like, just fucking let's do it. Like, let's do it. Like, bring me Samuel, whatever. So, so like they click over into the callback room and I immediately hear, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, so this was not a metaphor. This is not a metaphor. It was so loud. That cat was so, <laughs> so loud. I was like, so I'm like, okay. So I'm doing all the paces where they're like, you know, I just handed you a coffee. I just handed you know, pretend this happened or pretend. Yeah. And I'm doing all my dumb reactions, and then they're, and they're like really directing me down. And this is for like an upcoming big yearly sporting event where there's fancy commercials. So 
um, that happens in the winter. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's why they're like doing it. Don't know why they're doing it in COVID central, whatever. So, um, so then, um, and it's technically horrible. Like they're like, Janie, sometimes your sound is dropping out. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like things are, you know, whatever. And I'm like, what, what can I do? Like nothing is bad on my end. Like I can see everything smoothly, but they were having. I did hear somebody else speak up and say, I think it's you. And then the guy was like, it's not me. He did say that. Yeah, there's another actor that said the, the guy actually, running she the session. Fine to me. Yeah, no, the direct, Samuel Johnson said that, and then the guy running the session. Oh, said, really? It's not. It's oh, not. He should know how Samuel Johnson is. <laughs> so then I do my thing, and there's like silence for a second, and then Samuel Johnson comes back on the horn <laughs> and said, "Yeah, I'm sorry. So this is what just happened. Our cat." Just shit in its carrier, and so we've had to roll the windows down, and that's why it's really loud. <laughs> loud. I was like, <laughs> I've had a lot of things, a lot of reactions to my acting before, <laughs> but that was like a first. <laughs> and so I was like, You think you made the cat do that? I think the cat was like. What the fuck? And expelled its bowels. And then it was over and I was like, well, that's not going to happen. And frankly, I'm relieved because I don't want to be on Mm -hmm. a set with no mask with other people with the new, more contagious. I mean, I do want to shill for some giant corporate overlord. Sure. You want to be seen by the sports fans. I mean, I do want to shill for some whatever company contributes to our climate <laughs> crisis. Right. However, Dying this to. time around, yeah. I guess I'm sitting this one out. I'm on the bench. <laughs> to I'm further the, bench. the sports metaphor. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We're going to take a little break. Are we going to refresh our weekend? Yeah, probably. We'll be right back. We don't have an ad. We don't have an ad this week. So imagine there's an ad. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> See, Paul's making fun of me. I'm not. No, I'm not making fun of you. You're Why, making how is that making fun, fun of, of the of ghost. You? I make fun of ghosts all the time. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Hey, ghosts, you're stupid to me. <laughs> don't anger the ghosts. They're going to come after say, me. Let me say this. They're not going to come after Why you. Why would they not come after me? Because I, I have the second sight. I have the second sight. I'm the one that heard that mm-hmm, you didn't hear That's it. That's your second sight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a very positive ghost. <laughs> what is the second sight that you get to like see ghosts? It's like from The Shining when you had The Shine. I, I think the, the second shine. sight is like a very, um, it's a it's a broad term for like sort of Psychic abilities. Okay, so like, like you could see the future, or you could see supernatural things, or right. I have know. that because I heard the. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other examples? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the first that I'm hearing of. <laughs> what about when I always think there's been an earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> that is true, Janie. When she falls asleep, 
I for feel, some I feel, reason, it happens so well, often. Earthquakes, we, yep. And then yeah. when I go on earthquake Twitter, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earthquake bot is silent. But I frequently will come to bed, Janie having <laughs> gone to bed before me, and I will open up the door and she'll wake up and go, earthquake? I'm like, no, no. There was no earthquake. Wait, wait. The other day. Or you'll text me from the other room. <laughs> the other day. The other day. I say, earthquake? And then you're like, nope. <laughs> so wait, the other day, um, the dishwasher was on and the house vibrated and I was like what if it's the fucking dishwasher this whole time <laughs> it's been the dish that, what do you mean the house vibrated I'm it felt like there like the dishwasher was on where were you in I relation, was sitting on the couch on right the, there and you could feel the vibration of the dishwasher I told you I had the second sight that's not the se- <laughs> what <laughs> that you could feel I could feel that appliance vibrations <laughs> and that's the second sight I have like a sensitive instrument. Like I'm like a you are, you are finely, a sensitive instrument. I am That's like right. a finely you're a little, attuned. You're my little tuning fork. <laughs> it's like Paul. It is a little crazy because like the the bed. I'm like princess in the pea with the bed. Like mm. I can't have a wrinkle in this. Sh- like I'm like, <laughs> it's got to be military. <laughs> That's because I I think because I was because I have this like this this gift. You, what has happened? You, you so quickly adopted this idea of your supernatural abilities. I didn't know what it was until now. And now I'm starting to really know myself. Here's the thing. Okay. The Shining. Mm-hmm. One of my, I think top three, like one of my, it's like one of my favorite movies yeah. ever made. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with The Shining. We've never watched it together. We never have. We never have. But then have. I made you watch that documentary and you were so mad at me uh, about it. We both bailed on that, though. <laughs> you didn't watch the rest of it. No, I watched the whole thing. I Did was, you watch the whole thing? I, well, I was like waiting. Room 222 or whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> yeah, like I was like so excited. I know we've talked about The Shining on here before, so I shouldn't bring mm. it up again. It's okay. It's like the fifth character. I love show. Kubrick. Lolita's, I love Lolita. You're listening to some podcasts about Lolita and you're liking it. Yes, it's very good. Not the movie, I've read, the, the, yes, the I've novel. Read the novel. I've read, well, it's everything. It's Lolita in pop culture. So it's the, it's the novel. It's the movie adaptations. It's, uh, there, you know, there were a couple like Broadway, a couple theater adaptations of it. Uh-huh. Um, Such a fun story. <laughs> 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 Apparently, a lot of people think so. No way. Which is I why mean, the podcast was necessary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I love, see, okay. So I didn't know, I know I've said this. I feel like I'm saying the same things I've said on a previous episode. I'm having like a deja vu. Like, I don't know, have anything new. <laughs> it's the second site, it's the second conversation. I have the gift of the second identical conversation. <laughs> Um, just like, cause I didn't know Peter Sellers was, n- was an asshole. Right. So like I was a fan mm-hmm. and it's like everyone you like becomes problematic. That is in unfortunately some largely true. I mean, it's a, like, right. Like, okay. So right now I like Zendaya and like, she seems great mm-hmm. and perfect, mm-hmm. but she's like 24. Right. <laughs> so like, 
Who's to say, like, in 15 years, mm-hmm. she's gonna, not going to say something wrong? Maybe or maybe you not. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she might. Because cancel culture has gone too far. In what? How so? We're already canceling Zendaya in 14 years. That's you! <laughs> <laughs> That's your example! Cancel culture has gone too far. I'm ready to cancel Zendaya. I'm not canceling Zendaya. I'm ready, I'm ready to put it in my calendar 15 years from now. No one touch Zendaya. I will Leave fucking Zendaya cut. Zendaya alone. I will cut Zendaya you. Zendaya is me. <laughs> I will cut your face. God damn. <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. So I guess like Peter Sellers, he didn't like do anything illegal. He wasn't like... He just seemed to be an unpleasant person. He seemed to be like a fucking handful. (laughs) And he seemed to be like someone like... Like even uh, Blake Edwards maybe was like, no, I don't think I need to... (laughs) Do another thing with him or something, you know, like, like, I mean, they were like friends and and, I mean, or maybe he was not that way. I'm just saying like, it was like, you had to be, you had to be in the mood. (laughs) If you're like, okay, we want you to do another, (laughs) we want you to do like another Peter Sellers. (laughs) You're like, like, Um, like, I'm not in the mood to do a Peter Sellers movie. Blake Edwards had to be like, okay, I really got to like, I got to work my dick up for this. (laughs) You're crazy tonight. <laughs> You're off the rails. And then, like, he didn't do the last one with him or something. Cause, like, well, I did- think he died. I think Peter Sellers died. <laughs> is why. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, they were working. They were working on another Pink Panther movie, <sighs> and then Peter Sellers died. So they had some footage of him. Mm. That they used, they kind of cobbled yes. a movie together. Okay, this is sounding vaguely familiar. And then they tried to make one with a new actor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't think that it did well. Um, but the new actor was after he died. It wasn't because it was Peter. After it he wasn't because like Peter Sellers was like, "I'm being no, no, no." Crazy. It was after he died. Okay. He died. Well, whatever. Um, my point is, before I understood anything about anything, like Peter Sellers in that movie, I thought was like. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just didn't know. I'm in, not taking oh, in, away. In Lolita. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not like trying to take away from his comedic presence right. on screen right. by pointing out that he was a he, personality. He was, yes, he was undeniably talented. He did, he was apparently, by many accounts, not a very pleasant person in real life. No, like he was kind of like a jerk or something. Yeah. Like, he was maybe, like, troubled or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I think that's generous. But, um, yeah. So then I was like, why did I have to learn that? You know what I mean? Because I love Lolita so much. Yeah. Um, But I still, I like Shining more. But, like, of my Kubricks. Do you think you like the Shining because Peter Sellers isn't in it? No. I just think the Shining is, like, kind of like a cinematic... uh, masterpiece like mm. it hits every note right there's nothing like out of there's nothing in that movie that doesn't propel the mood of what it's going for mm-hmm. through your like visceral body yes agreed i think it's very a very effective movie do you know what i haven't seen in a long long time 
and was just brought up on uh, Election Profit Makers, our friend's podcast, um, is uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, also by Stanley Cooper. Oh, yeah. We should watch that. We should watch that. I haven't seen that probably since I was in my teens or something. Uh-huh. So I could stand to watch that again. I bet yeah. I'd appreciate it more. I remember not being that into it at the time, but I bet I would be more into it now. I think for me, like I, I was listening to it. I mean, I'm not like, I don't, none of my favorite movies are space movies. Mm. Like I don't ha- I'm not like someone that's like, oh my gosh, this was it. Star Wars is it. Or that was it mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that's just not my. You loved <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> I don't even know if I got the title right. I will watch this. I almost said Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> I will watch those space movies, though. Like, I'll watch them. I give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't resonate. I, I understand, like, the whole alienation thing. Like, I think that's interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. What are you? What about you? I hear you. I mean, I, uh, I think that it's a genre that borrows from itself so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there are a few templates for it that they, it, it all feels like a lot of... It feels like a lot of those movies will go back to certain a, a certain handful of wells again and again. Mm-hmm. But what about... I would like to see... I feel like... And somebody said this... I think it was Dave Reese said this on Election Profit Makers that there's an aspect of that that you could get if you were to set a movie at sea. Sure. Like, uh, which... Yeah. Honestly, to me, would be more interesting. Um, excuse me. I think I was the one who was raving about um, what's her name? Shailene Sh- Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, in that what was movie. The name of the movie? <laughs> um, I don't know, but like boat trip. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It was based on a true story. I went and saw it in the theater with my friend Samantha, mm-hmm. and I was like. Crying. You loved that movie. I like went banana. Like uh, I was like, oh my god! First of all, Shailene Woodley. So it's about this woman. It's a it's a real it's a true story. Mm-hmm. It's about this woman who it's about like a like um, I guess like a like a shipwreck. It's like a storm knocked this um, this boat off of its course. Right. They were like asked, her and her boyfriend were like asked to take this boat, like this rich person's boat from some rich person place mm-hmm. to America, to like San Diego, like right. to sail from like whatever islands, <laughs> some islands, like, like tropical, mm-hmm. far away ones. Right. Okay. <laughs> far away ones. Not, far, not close islands. Like, like, like. They did like they spoke a different language. I think even on the islands. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I took you at your word that the islands were far. <laughs> and then this like this like this like storm, um, like hobbled their boat, right? And knocked. I'm, I don't want to say any more because. It's like they do like yeah, a crazy. It's, it's an adventure story. I know uh, you told me the whole thing. I did. I told him the whole thing. For the, I was like, which I, oh my I God. asked. Yeah. I was like, this happened, and then this happened. <laughs> I like enjoyed Shailene Woodley in it because she was like, um, so athletic and like, 
Which you kind of have to be to 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 sail to crew a boat to right? sail yeah, yeah to sail like that yeah and it and and like the story of the real woman and it was like I think if I'm not mistaken it was one of those things where like at the end they show the real person right 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 and then you're like oh my god like that really happened to her God <laughs> where were you God. And this like it like happened like I want to say in the eighties or nineties, so it wasn't mm. like they could just like pull out their cell phone and be like, right. "We're here." <laughs> but that was that was a specific movie about that was a true story about this That's person it, having to right. overcome. You know, it wasn't about like existential. It wasn't dread about like the alienation of being yeah. on the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like uh, like old man in the sea or something, right? You know, which I think I saw that movie on TV when that I was movie, a kid. Th- are you kidding? They played that movie like ad yeah, nauseum like in the seventies. Are you kidding? Like yeah. it was like so boring whenever it came on. I'd be like, "Come on, like <laughs> please go back to Electric Company." <laughs> if I wanted to see, uh, uh, you know, a guy out of the ocean, I watch the Incredible Mr. Limpet. That and Orca. <laughs> orca. I remember Orca was on <laughs> like, a lot. Played Orca. Like I guess they had like licensed like three movies. <laughs> It's one. It's a Bo Derek movie. Oh, it Orca. is. Remember, she was in that. Did you know that her and John Corbett finally got married? Aww. This year. <laughs> How long have they been together? Like seventeen years. Jesus. <laughs> Why bother at that point? Apparently, somebody's insurance run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hey, know- Bo. I was just on the web portal, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh- I'm not eligible this year. <laughs> You know, you know, way John Corbett is the one who's not. A, he's got all his like <laughs> uh, reruns of things. That is true. That is true. He should have some zids coming in. <laughs> some zids. Wait, I think like she didn't want to get married. Right, because she had been married before. Yeah. She also like that guy. That that guy, John Derrick, seemed like such a creep. Right. Wait, like, I don't know who was who. She was John Derrick. She was married to John Derrick, and John Derrick was this guy who collected these models that all looked like Bo Derrick, and like he would. He was like he a playboy. Bengali to them. Ew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so oh, she has like a. Oh, now I want to read like a like a celebrity memoir. She's gotta have a book out there. She has to. I don't know. She's not so like. She's not so out there. Not like, now, but not... I'm so, she probably wrote one years ago. I'm gonna look it up because that is well, right. You should look it up. That is right up my alley. That's, I want to hear all about. Honey, that's of course. That's this what I'm telling you. He's a shit dude. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I remember seeing something about them, and oh, like because Linda Evans was another John Derrick. Uh, uh, a protege or whatever. Well, what happened to this John Derrick guy? And what was his deal? Like, was he like a director or something? I don't know. I don't remember. He might have been a photographer. I don't know. But he was some dude that... I guarantee you he played... Had gu- a type. He played guitar and made them listen to him play guitar. <laughs> I don't think... Back then, I don't think that's what dudes did. Dudes like that did. They, they just... all they They were like rich and handsome and, you know... Okay. That was it. I think they, I think the, the, you know, he probably preyed on younger women. I'll do a deep dive. Oh, I have no doubt that I'm gonna you will. I'm going to find out. Because that is some shit. And then we'll finally cancel John Derrick. Well, okay. So, like, if you're out on the sea, well, I feel like uh, I'm trying to think of other, like, sea movies like that. Um, the Perfect Storm was based on, like, some book. I thought I liked the um, uh, sa- um, visual effects. 
in the perfect storm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the the uh, those gigantic waves was yes. very effective. Yeah. Which they also have even better in the Shailene Wood- Woodley. Even better? I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like those movies a little. I like anything down on Earth because guess what? I'm never going to space. Even if someone was like, you won a free da-da-da, like I'm not, nuh-uh. You wouldn't go to the moon? No. Hell no. Really? Why not? Why? <laughs> I think it would be an incredible experience. I understand. And I know like you are willing to do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I would be able to experience it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would feel so fearful and in my head about right. the experience of not just flying, but flying outside of the atmosphere. Well, that that, I under- that would mess me up. That I understand, as opposed to I don't know. It seems boring. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just no, saying. No, the fear like, I could definitely understand because I would be. I I feel like if it were if the opportunity were presented to me, I. I imagine I would say yes, but I would, I would still think, yeah, there's a lot of... Crazy about it. It's it would make wild. me upset. Yeah, absolutely. To even have you do it. Like, I would be, ugh, I don't you like it. You felt weird about me doing drunk history. <laughs> I did not like that. That's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to poison yourself to the brink where there has to be a nurse present. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote, nurse. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was like, okay. Well, anyway, I just feel like I I understand like the desire for some people, like everyone has like their thing, right? Like, like some people they're like, I want to climb Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. Or some people are like, I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. Mm -hmm. Or some people, whatever, like they have their thing. Like, or they're like, I want to sail around the world. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. You know, it's just a space has never really been like in that category of things for, for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I guess me too, to a certain extent, because I don't, I don't have anything like that, that I am actively pursuing. Like if somebody said to me, would you like to go into space? Right. I would say yes, but it's not like I've been this working on trying to mine. make that happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like it's like, yeah. Yeah. I understand I, I, um, yeah, I just feel like I would not, I mean, I guess I would have to make that decision if it were presented to me mm-hmm. cause then it's a different story, right? Because it becomes an actual decision. Exactly. <laughs> not just like, ah. <laughs> it's all hypothetical now. It's all hypothetical now. And then, but if it like really happened, yeah, I don't know. I mean like, well, you know, I'm also like, I grew up. You know, you I grew up on the moon, so you're like. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I was going to say I grew up when the cha- you know the Challenger happened yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great documentary series on Netflix about the Challenger, mm-hmm. um, and it was just uh, I don't know. Like I think I'm ruined. I'm like a Gen. I'm like a ruined. Gen Xer. Like I don't like that's done for. Like that's you know that. That hope and dream of that is is tainted because <laughs> I'm like of my generation. But Don't be, you think be, before that, before the Challenger exploded, do you think? You- I think I would have grown up with a different attitude about it, just mm-hmm. in general. But like, I already know, like everything goes to shit. 
Like I grew up knowing <laughs> everything goes to shit. And that's just like how it is, you know. You Are we think- do you think we made another Gen X with a t- with 2020? Made another Gen X? Yes. What do you mean? Like we've replicated our generation? Yes. Because of what? Because of COVID? Because of 2020, yeah. So that, but who that, are you talking about babies being born now? Or are you talking about? I guess I'm talking more like. People that are coming of age. Of now. age. Hmm. Of age. And what are you, what makes you say that? What are the, what are the correlations between our generation and. and that like, like you can't, like you can't have anything good. Like, you, like, like reality bites. I mean, like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like right, it, right. it's like our generation grew up with that kind of like doom, like the cold war Mm -hmm. and the whole, like, you know, the economy, uh, tanking and the, you know, the 80, like the trickle down stuff, Mm -hmm. AIDS being ignored. I, I don't know. Like we just like, we grew up with like a real kind of, uh, there was no optimism. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the the like being like Gen Xers, we did we we knew not to ever think anything good would happen, mm-hmm. and so we're sarcastic and cynical and kind of like realistic and practical. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely something to us being like a a post Watergate generation, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you were getting you were getting all the truths about the people that run things that they are as corrupt as you think. And then they will be excused every time. Yes. Um, and there's no true justice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think that like, it's possible that whatever like kids are experiencing this time are going to have a similar sensibility to yeah. our generation because it's not all like Instagram followers and fucking roses, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there's like anguish and yeah. there's real like suffering. And I think it's like a fun generation for us to have under us because we can like relate to this. <laughs> These next ones. What are they, Gen Z or what? Zoomers? The yeah. Zoom Zooms? I think the Zoom Zooms. Uh, I, I believe people have made parallels between Gen X and Zoomers, or at least that there's a there's an understanding, like that there's yes. a, a compatibility. Yes, that's what I think. Yeah. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I'm like all, I'm, I'm like into it a little. It's, it's kind of, I, I mean, I'm sorry for them because we're so, like our generation is so... Um, Cynical, mm-hmm. like we have a real kind of like, you know, yeah. Of course, it's not going to work out. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean. But on the other hand, it feels good not to be alone in it, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, it's I like, because like I don't really relate to the one above or below me, the boomers or the millennials so well. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I like that there's one coming around the corner. Maybe they'll be the ones to take care of us. <laughs> They're not going to take care of us. Oh, no one's going to take care zoomers, of us. Please, please. No, here's the Zoom truth. Zooms. You're born alone, you die alone. 
You're born alone, you die alone, you go through this world alone, and so you better learn to love your fucking self because that's the only person you can rely on. You're really laying down the law. <laughs> also, like, I know, like, I don't have kids or whatever. I don't either, by the way. Uh, thank God. <laughs> that's not something I'm going to learn about in... <laughs> 10 years. Wouldn't that be Some fucking weird? Show up on I my know. Step. Wouldn't that be so weird? I would find it um, exciting and tragic at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it would fulfill my dream of being the father of uh, a grown up child. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing I'm like, because I, I, like, I did sort of like go through a period where I was like, oh, I should have a kid because he's going to take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, guess what? Uh, no, you can't count on that. No, mm-hmm. you can't have a kid. Like, it's not like I have a farm and I'm like, I got to pop one out to, you know, harvest the the corn or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Here's this is thing. like a different. <laughs> you could also have a kid, but by counting on your child as, as, You're already your, burdening them. as your plan to yeah. take care of you and your dotage, <laughs> yeah. it's like you have to maintain that relationship for decades to stay on their good side. Well, also, like... You, I just can't, It couldn't be me. I was like, like, my kid is like... Like, no way my kid would not be, like, in jail or something. Like, I, I just feel oh, like... It would be like, you know, like... No, no way my kid would not be I in jail. I just know, like, I would end up my with some God. kid that was, like, fun. Why do you say that? I just think the kid would be fun, but I, like, would have problems. How many people in jail right now do you think are fun? I bet a lot of them are fun. What do you think the percentage is? Ten? Ten percent? I want to... I really... Why can't you be fun and be in jail? Martha Stewart went to jail. I was saying... <laughs> She's having fun in this pandemic. I mean... I think the idea of her is more fun than she probably is. I could be wrong. I disagree. I feel like she's having fun. That's not being fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would, if I were at her estate right now, Martin Shkreli was having fun. <laughs> oh my god, we did not discuss the Martin Shkreli I know, stuff well, because that journalist is a friend of ours. Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know everyone thinks it's curious, and we've remained silent on this issue. But we remain silent on the Tom Cruise dust up. We remain right. silent on the Martin Shkreli dust up. <laughs> we remain silent on the because whole- we were both terrified to pronounce his name. <laughs> We remain silent on the Hilaria Baldwin dust ups. We remained silent on I don't know what other dust ups. Um, a lot of dust ups. My ver- friend, series. well, my friend Jen Kirkman this week waded into something online, and I did not remain silent. I said a couple tweets, but then I was yes. like, "Why am I talking to these yes, bullies?" Exactly. <laughs> Well, well, guess what? Like now they're going to be talking to you if they hear this. <laughs> they don't know I exist. I guarantee you. Oh, we'll see. No, they don't. But I, I was like, the thing, the problem is they are like bullies to Jen, and the, and Jen like actually takes on bullies. Like she doesn't. Yes. Do the whole like right, right, right. I don't know. I I don't think you exist. Like she pulls them out. She pulls them up by the collar. She holds them up. Says something in their face and then drops them on the ground and then thinks it's over and then they bully worse. <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. Do you have recommendations this week? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the end of that. Well, I'm looking at the clock. I I don't know. I 
wasn't ready to recommend, so I, I have to think about it because I was not there yet. But like, why Do you don't want me you... to go first? Yes, I would like for you to go first. <laughs> and then you you have all the luxury of time to think of your recommendations. Yeah, I'm just going to think about it. Exactly. I want to recommend... Did we watch a movie recently that we liked? We did, didn't well, we? Well, I kind of liked The Prom, but like... I, the, got, I, I, I will say, The Prom really surprised me. I got some clapbacks for that online. Uh, the Prom was not... Is it The Prom or just Prom? What is it called? It's called The Prom and... Yeah. Um, like people apparently did not like it. Yes. It, uh, it was not without its flaws, but I will say that it was way different than I, than the idea I had of it in my head uh-huh. and it did surprise me and I found it more entertaining than I expected. Yeah. I to. didn't really know anything about it other yeah. than like, I saw like a Thanksgiving day parade last year where they did a number from it. Yes. And yes, I was yes, like, yes. Oh, that's cute. Like teenagers, right. blah, blah, blah. But we saw something else that afterwards we were like, that was really good. And I feel like it was relatively recent that it was a new thing that was it mangrove i liked mangrove what's mangrove oh the the yes the small part of the small axe series yeah yeah of films yes i like the first two mangrove and what was the the second one okay i people loved the second one i'm not i didn't fully get into the second one you were you weren't on board with like the slice of life aspect of it that's just not my jam yeah you like a you like more of a linear story. I of need like, a story. I need yeah. um like a plot to to grab onto. Yeah, yeah, I I like it doesn't move me emotionally just to see a slice of life for like two hours. Right. That said, I'm not knocking it for people who who do that. Right. Oh, I know what it is that you're thinking of. I know exactly what it is that you're thinking I can't of. Wait. Um, we rented the in-laws. Yes. I think that is because I, I had never of. seen the in-laws. And just to make a long story short, someone <clears throat> asked me if I knew of um uh, what my favorite spit take was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, ah. and then my other friend chimed in and sent this amazing Alan Arkin spit take in, I guess it was the second Yes, one. Big Trouble, I think it yeah. was called. Yes. And it was like. Which, which we should watch that as well. Yeah. And so you were like, oh, that's, because um, I showed it to you. Yeah. And we were like, it was so good. Yeah. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, I guess I did another one of those after the in-laws. And I was like, well, I've never seen either of these movies. Like, I, I didn't have any reference point for them at all. Mm-hmm. And so we rented the in-laws, and it was, like, so fun. First of all, Alan Arkin. <laughs> they're both amazing. They're both it's amazing. Alan Arkin, Peter Falk. They go back and forth being Amazing. the straight man. Yes. They're both hilarious. Hilarious. It's 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 a really, really funny movie. It's it's um and then I was like, I want you and Scott Ackerman to play these parts so bad. <laughs> I was like so like planning it out in my mind. Um because I was like because I wanted I wanted Scott to play uh the Alan Arkin part mm. and I want you to play the Peter Falk mm-hmm. part, but I want you to play the Peter Falk part, like kind of like as a comedy Bang Bang character. Like I have it all in my mind. Like I know. Okay. I look forward to reading your treatment. (laughs) But I was just so like charmed by them. 
And I love that Alan Arkin was like, he had like this amazing combination of seething rage mm-hmm. and kind of like um, mixed. What was I saying? Like he had, it was like rage mixed with like annoyance mm-hmm. kind of. That was just so chef's kiss. Like, I, I don't even know what to It's say. incredible. He's like, it's, the in-laws, you can rent it online. It's really great. It's really, really great. Absolutely. The pacing of it is incredible. Like, the way it builds is so good. It's, so, it's great. Uh, I want to recommend a podcast oh. called Liletta and Marina. Oh, are you listening? Because I listened to one episode. Li- I just started listening today. Uh, it's one of his, uh, our friend of ours. Our friend Holly Crosby is co-hosting this podcast, and it's about uh, uh, f- two women who are friends, and it's it's uh, a woman who is dating um, her friend's ex-husband. Yes, and they're totally like the whole premise of it is that they've they've forged this sort of special friendship out of the most like awkward. In yes. sometimes fraught uh, circumstances, yeah. but they've kind of seamlessly blended their families together. Yeah, and and it's I, really I was, enjoyable. Like, they, they have yeah. a handful of episodes out now, um, but Liletta and Mirena, a divorce podcast with strings attached, is the full title of it. And um, it's it's I I am absolutely on board. I listened. To, I finally listened to the first episode today. It started coming out a few months ago, I think. So I'm behind. Um, but it's uh, I, I think it's terrific, and I'm so uh, happy for Holly. This is her first, you know, podcast that she's ever yes. hosted. You know, and she's has a long career in producing. Yeah, she's a television producer. She's an amazing uh, uh, colleague. I've I've gotten to work with her a few times, and she's great. And this is like, but it's fun to hear her personality on this thing. Like to hear this person that I know and that it's being shared with other people is very exciting. That's really cool. So that's my recommendations for this okay, week. Okay, that's good. I'm not recommending because I kind of like hijacked your in laws. No, honey, that's a, we can do a co. Well, because I sort of like in the one that remembered together. it. That's I remem- okay. remembered it. But I was I was having trouble and you got there for me. Well, I appreciate honey. it. But oh, so small the small act series directed by Steve I wanna McQueen. Re- I want to watch more of those. Mangrove and um, Lovers Rock are the first two. People which, that love we've Lovers Rock like maybe even more than Mangrove, but that's not where well, I fall on it. No, I I I don't fall that way either. I I really appreciated Lovers Rock as you know we're we're going to show you this house party. We're going to put you there. This is what it's like. So it's like a lot of. You know, people listening to and dancing to songs in real time, and the the different um, like uh, routines that people would do. You know, like if when you think back to your high school dances or whatever, there were certain songs where people always did this. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. There's a lot of that in it that I appreciated uh, as a sort of. Um, uh, you know, like a time capsule of saying this is what this scene was like. This scene, which is you know, like a scene that I didn't even know about. Exactly. Like in London and yes, the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 70s. It's a, an extremely specific scene. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. But we're going to watch more of them. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Steve, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Um, anything else or should we? I I guess that's it. I mean, is it midnight? <laughs> it feels like 2 a.m. It feels like this episode is three hours long. I know. But it's not. It's one of our shorter ones. It is? Yeah. 
Well, Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> well, Happy New Year, happy everyone. Happy fucking New Year. Is this what you wanted? You got it. Season two starts with a goddamn whimper. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. Um, yeah, I guess we will. We're Stay of Homekins on Twitter and Instagram. Stay of Homekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. Thank you to everybody for sticking with us. Shout out to essential workers, which we've done fucking a before. Here's a, an underrated essential worker or truck drivers. People who are keeping the supply mm-hmm. chain going, yeah. especially now, you know, we're trying to do this vaccine rollout. You know, these are people that are uh, keeping us like supplied with food and yeah. goods. And, and these and are the people that, me- you don't, that don't show up at your door, but they're out there doing stuff. They're out yeah. there keeping it up. And because um, we talk a lot about like delivery workers and um, store workers mm-hmm. and healthcare workers, but there's a whole like sort of hidden side. Um, that I want to think they are the bridge, and um, yeah, because like you know, um, so the vaccine rollout's been a mess. My brother got his vaccine. He works in a hospital system, mm-hmm. so he got his first vaccine. My dad and stepmom they got their first dose of vaccine. Um, they live in West Virginia and he, my dad is 80. Um, he turned 80 in July, and so they opened it up to 80 and over. So they, the government opened, you know, to 80 and over there. Do you think Jesco got... I don't know how old Jesco is. He's still alive. I thought we looked him up last time and he was. I don't remember. Um, I just remember we saw that he threatened his wife with murder many <laughs> times, that, which I didn't recall. Listen, I'm just saying like, like, uh, this whole thing has been, has been hard and it's, they botched the rollout. <laughs> Uh, they promised that 20 million of us would be vaccinated by now. So far, it's a 10. No, it's under two. It's under 2 million. <laughs> yeah, no. Did you know that? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I didn't know that specifically, but of course. Oh, yeah. It's only yeah. been under 2 I million. I meant literally 10 people. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant under 10 million. No. Well, my point is people who are working to get the vaccine into our arms, um, that is, you're doing, like, you're leading us out. You're leading us into the light. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And people who worked prior to that, like the Smarties, but now we're talking about like the grunt work part of like figuring out where to go, what the to do. The manual part of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's just as important. It's just mm-hmm. as important as no, having a PhD in whatever. I feel like it sounds like we're saying those people aren't smart. <laughs> In vaccineology. Look, <laughs> smart people have done their job. Now it's up to everyone else. You know what I'm us. saying? Listen, I didn't mean to make it sound like <laughs> I that. I know you didn't. I know but you I didn't. did make it sound like that, and I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> what I meant, like, is everyone has a role to play. Exactly. Exactly. And we appreciate it. All right. We'll be back next week. Season two, episode two. Don't miss it. <laughs> What's going to happen next week? Uh, more of the same. <laughs> Until then, stay Stay safe, safe, stay stay sane, sane, and and stay stay home. home.